HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. Broadcasting live from Roberta's in Bushwick, Brooklyn, you're listening to HeritageRadioNetwork.com. This week's episode of Mike and Judy is brought to you by Roberta's. Crush your fucking face. Yeah, yeah. You know how we do, because it's like Heritage Foods and Roberta's are like a two-headed animal that eats well it actually just fucks other creatures and then it makes more awesome creatures that some of them might have wings i don't know if you put that on and then then shout out heritage radio heritage radio hello mr and mrs america from border to border coast to coast and all the ships at sea Streaming live from the County of Kings, Brooklyn, New York City, on the Heritage Radio Network. Are you ready for the fastest half hour on the internet today? It's the Mike and Judy Show. Spanning the globe for high-minded hijinks and low-brow kicks to bring you the best in sex, drugs, rock and roll, and nuclear fission. They're too bad for radio and too good-looking for television. And now, here they are. The Nichols and May of the Now Generation, your hosts, Mike Edison and Judy McGuire. Hi, Hi, Judy. Hi, Mike. I love I love that new um, Roberta's ad. It sounds like we have Guar doing this. <laughs> it's absolutely fantastic. And I am, again, the luckiest guy in the whole wide world to be surrounded here by at Roberta's squad. by the most beautiful, intelligent women in all <laughs> five boroughs. What did I do to get so lucky? What lottery did I win? I picked out our dates today, too. You rule. I mean, our guests. You rule. <laughs> so from our crazy cat lady special of last week, we oh, go yeah. right back to the porn-tastic. How's Mitzi, by the way? Mitzi's adorable. Mitzi's shredding me to shit, but <laughs> so cute, as opposed to all the ugly kittens in the world. <laughs> I got a cute one. And the last week, of course, was also uh, Manly, the world's strongest cat, uh, p- debut piano recital, playing the... Moonlight Sonata. And of don't, cor- don't forget our other <laughs> musical debut that we had last week. And Judy's singing. You sing fabulously. It was as Thank if the you. heavens opened up Thank for a moment. You. Like an angel. So who are our guests today, Judy? We have two lovely guests today. We have Lux Altrum, who is our first guest ever. On Mike and Judy show number one. And today is show number 31. Oh. And they said it wouldn't last. 
It's 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 finally older than me. The show. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Lux has had some exciting news since we were last. I'm year. so happy to have Lux back and uh, to celebrate your news. Tell us. Um, oh, so I have for years been editor of Fleshbot.com, but as of Wednesday, February first. I will be taking over as CEO and publisher of Flashbot LLC. So Girl very power. exciting. Yay. Yay. And our other guest. Oh, I forgot to mention Lux's beautiful radiant skin. One of her finer <laughs> that qualities. Was close. One of many. <laughs> well, I think it was because I was blinded from the gloss on Emily McCombs' hair. She has such beautiful hair. She's the managing editor of XO Jane and was the um did a wildly popular video series for AOL called Woman's Perspective. I made her say that. The wildly <laughs> popular and the hair. <laughs> May I but say I you have lovely hair? I'm not, it's not yeah, a, it's not I sexist, just feel like it? since people can't your hair see so, your hair is so lovely. they should know how pretty I am. You're, and and, well, and Lux, you, pol- you positively glow. So radiant. <laughs> <laughs> Do you polish that skin? What's up? <laughs> um, so w- what we're doing is, well, these two ladies were both at the AVN Awards, which we missed. The adult Mike. video News. News awards. People that the end porn people up. <laughs> the yeah. Oscars of porno. The Oscars of porno. As opposed to the Golden Globes of porno. The Golden Globes. <laughs> or the Grammys porn. Which I believe is porno. X-Biz Awards. <laughs> Whatever. But, but the Grammys. Since, since Mike is a recovering pornographer, I thought we would... <laughs> I'm, I'm unrepentant. <laughs> I didn't know. No, I didn't. I, I'm an unrepentant pornographer. I made the porn. I'm going to see if you can guess which film won the Clever Title Award. Was it... Asian noodle slurpers, <laughs> begging for a pegan. His booty is my duty. My favorite. I want you to make my mouth pregnant. That's my favorite too. <laughs> That's good. None of these are that clever. Actually. It ain't gonna suck no. itself. Or sweaty college girl butt stinky panties. That's my second. Uh, oh, you missed my I, favorite. Which was your faces loaded? Gape. <laughs> Look, I didn't like that one. I like when, faces loaded. Yeah, you left that one off too. When I want, I want you to you make know? my mouth pregnant is in the running. Everything else. <laughs> <laughs> so which one do you think? What won? was that last one again? The butt stinky something. Sweaty college girl butt stinky panties. <laughs> well, awesome. <laughs> Jack, yeah, Jack, what do you, Jack, what do you want? That's my vote. <laughs> so clever. I, I'm with Jack. Yeah, it's so it's so clever. It's sort of <laughs> it's like clever like that intro we did to our show. Today. <laughs> <laughs> so which is the winner? What about something clever like Rambone? You know? Those have been done. Yeah. I want you to make my mouth pregnant. It's going to be my... If I were single, that would be my pickup line. That's going to be the name of my autobiography. <laughs> <laughs> the Emily McCombs story. <laughs> pregnant. Which, which I hear Hollywood knocking. Or Las Vegas, anyway. I believe it was Begging for a Pegan that, that won. That was yeah. the winner, yeah. Like, that is correct. Uh, okay, is this indicative of the porn industry at large? They've lost their collective sense of humor? Because there's nothing clever about that at all. Begging Except for, for the guy who got my mouth pregnant is actually pretty good. Well, you know, <laughs> yeah, that's good. What I thought was really funny was that um, best parody is split into both comedy and drama. They're two different categories. Well, <laughs> I mean, the thing about parody in porn is that they're using parody in the legal sense, mm-hmm. which is that, hey, we're totally ripping you off, but it's a parody. Right, so there's the Sluts so, of the City parody. Right, and, and so... They like, they'll say like, like we want right? to do we want to do a Star Trek movie and it's not going to be funny because it's Star Trek so even when it's parody it's not comedy so they make like a parody drama how can naked it's, Star Trek not be funny it's funny I actually got my That's start really in this business wrong. Star Trek was my beginning of the porn business the first thing I wrote for Screw Magazine was a Star Trek parody it was the first Star Trek movie that came out it was called The Captain's Log that's more clever than my fucking award. For a yeah, yeah, I was like ni- I was like nineteen and just dropped out of college. Where's my fucking award? 
one thing one thing that um emily wrote about was the feeling that you get i mean I, I only went once and i didn't go to the awards i went to the expo the way you walk around as a woman and you're used to being recognized as like a female person but when you go there and you're next to all these like completely exaggerated feminine women you're gender magicians i like to I, call I, them I, you're, I, not, you're not you're not a woman you're not a man yeah. you're just like some weird other that's like kind of in, pretty well invisible Unless i felt you, as if i was wearing a burqa most of the time <laughs> that i was there and i'm used to being bombarded with sexual attention as you can imagine <laughs> i'm What's, sure your, your hair is very beautiful thank you and i also i've been told i have a very nice vagina which people tend to pick up on <laughs> she wouldn't show us our, her vagina though i wouldn't Okay. Did I you ask? Really ask? No. <laughs> yeah, I mean, come on. I this is this is my fourth time uh, going to the Adult Entertainment Expo, and my second time going to the AVN Awards. My first time actually being not sober, but not like blackout drunk during the AVN <laughs> uh-huh. Awards. Um, it's interesting to me because as as a lady um, and reporter or whatever covering the adult entertainment expo and basically just interviewing porn stars there's but also as someone who goes there for business and networking and Mm -hmm. is like kind of of the industry while also being kind of peripheral to it there's like a lot that goes into figuring out what to wear Mm -hmm. when i do this because because it's it's very complicated calculus because number one i have to look cute because then the girls will relate to me better because right. it's like, hey, we're all... Because porn stars we're are all, cute. No, no, but no, seriously. If you're like, if you're like, hey, I'm a hot girl too, like, you get a nice rapport with these women. But on the, on the other hand, you can't look too, like, sexy because you don't want to be like, I'm totally trying to compete with you. Right. And then I also have to kind of look professional because I have to, like, relate with... I have to go talk to business owners. I have to talk to company owners and I can't just be like, I'm a total whore. So, <laughs> you know, so, being, like, balancing mm-hmm. this, like... I'm a sexy woman, but I'm not too sexy, and I'm also professional. It's a very business cat look. suit. Yeah. Is the answer to all of it. <laughs> I was gonna ask, what would the aspiring lady reporter wear to the porn awards? Then, what do you recommend? I mean, well, this wasn't the porn awards. I mean, porn awards, you just wear like a nice it's evening wear. I think evening something wear. that's um, sexy because it's very maybe fitted, like a nice like pencil skirt, as yeah. opposed to sexy because your tits are hanging out. Is sort of the although I did bring my tits out for the actual awards, right? With and a leopard. At three different guys asked to take a picture with me which i felt really good about <laughs> as did my parents <laughs> i'm sure can i have my picture taken with you absolutely after the show yeah but i, I have to take my tits out first <laughs> no no that's a deal breaker okay what were some of your favorite <laughs> products that you came across at the expo well people have to picture what this expo looks like we're just talking about oh walls God. of vibrators walls it's the world's uh, worst carnival <laughs> and they don't give you any i know that's I went what there was confusing work to me too. i didn't get anything i was like i'll i'll review them i'll put these things in my vagina and i'll tell people how they felt but Lux, I, you I look lo- like you disagree. You must get maybe a lot Lux of free gets crap. free. Oh set. well, I mean, what I do is I go and I give them my address and tell them I'd like a review copy, and then usually I get it for free later. I well, mean, yeah, I'll do it later, don't... but I wanted it then. Right? No, no, no. But they don't. They don't stock. I mean, they don't stock enough right. to just be like handing them out to everyone who wants a review copy. So I get that. Um, and it's also. I mean, the sex toys and stuff are usually part of the trade show, not the consumer show. So it's really there for like B two B and like right. to be like, "Hey, sex toy store, you should carry my toy." Hey, and it's not about distributing; it's about just displaying. So I get that they don't have like copies on hand. 
You're much more mature than I am. I'm just like, give me stuff to put in my vagina. <laughs> the, the worst, the worst thing that happened to me while I was there was I try. I had to wear a parka because it was actually snowing the year I no. went. No, was like oh, shit. seven or eight years ago, and I tried out this thing that was like a toilet seat on springs on a frame that like the person lays underneath it and like I guess licks you while you squat oh, down yeah. on it. Yeah, yeah. But oh, yeah, I had thing. so oh, much yeah. clothes on and stuff that I kind of got like stuck. Oh no. So I'm in jeans in this park. I already so. look like the asexual bug <laughs> monster and I'm like it's, falling it's the, off this toilet seat on springs. It's the Judy Bader 2000. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was not hot at all. <laughs> I was hoping there would be some of that like waitress at the strip club kind of appeal of like, mm. oh, I'm I'm a challenge, you know, but I didn't really experience that at all. <laughs> the guys are really single minded. Like yeah. they, they just want who they want and I, I always just try to avoid the fans. I mean, you asked what it's like. It's I mean it's effectively like any kind of fan convention, right. except that instead of comic books or anime or whatever it's about sex and it's about sex porn. nerds. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, <laughs> so it's therefore a little bit creepier. Not, I mean, I like. I can't deal with being on the show floor when there are people there and when it's not press time. But I appreciate and respect it because it makes my friends money, and I like when my friends make well, money. Fan, fans make the business. They yeah, make, they make I, any I, business. I love perverts, and you know, no, and porn fans. Much. I don't like crowds, are, so. are just as geeky more so than fans of you know, Star Trek or The Simpsons yeah. or comic book guys. Absolutely. But I think well, porn fans get a bad rap. I think that people porn think that fans get a bad rap. I do. I think that people think it's like all like creepy, like skeezy dudes, and those dudes are there. But but I think that you know. But if you're going to go to a trade show, it's like, like guys who go to hookers. Well, that's, that's people think thing. guys who go to hookers are gross. They're yeah. not. But it's regular guys who commit to traveling to a trade show to like film their favorite <laughs> porn star. It's not. It's not about. Know, I'm okay with that. It's not about <laughs> porn. It's about fandom for yeah. me. Like I talked to someone once, and they were like, "I went to AE, and I was interviewing all these dudes, and they were gross, and they were so obsessive, and blah 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 blah." Yeah, and go I just to Comic like, Go to fucking Otakon. Like, go I don't to. I know what Otakon is. It's an anime convention. Oh god! But you know, go to go to <laughs> these places. Go to any like hardcore fandom thing, and everyone will be crazy and scary and obsessive. I went to and a sci-fi saying, convention. Yeah, exactly. I'm not saying everybody at the Adult Entertainment Expo is like a mouth-breathing creep, but yeah, you're gonna find more people like that just because rabid fans are more likely to be obsessive and creepy and weird and they're not just in the same way that like everybody who goes to comic-con is not indicative of like every joss whedon fan right um everybody who goes to ae is not indicative of every person who who uh watches porn i mean you have to be a really committed person to want to like wait an hour online mm-hmm. to spend like two minutes talking to lisa ann can we get real for a second about the, about the fans that uh, can, can i just for one second get real real a lot a lot, lot of dudes in wheelchairs oh, oh yeah really? oh i um oh, one of my writers my fucking heart. I know. one of my writers likes to play a game count the wheelchairs and count the senior citizens oxygen Aww. tanks too Ooh, do you think they use the wheelchairs maybe for sympathy though no <laughs> me neither is it no, I mean, I think they I mean, I think it's cool. I think it's cool that like these people have found something that works. But for it'll them. also probably let you cut to the front of the line, wouldn't it? No, no. Wow. There's enough of them that know. Wow, I get to cut to the front of the line. <laughs> Me too. Yeah, I uh, I I'll go with you guys next time. I because I'm just friends with all these ladies, so it's like there'll be like a huge line to see Belladonna, and I like wait two seconds. I'm like, hey, Belladonna, let's hug. Is, how's she holding she up? She's the She's nicest great. woman <laughs> in the entire world. I love her. My boyfriend's <laughs> a delight. She's like she's an angel. Morgan. You know, watching her films, I got the idea that she'd be pleasant to She is to have like her a own. fucking angel. No, she's she's a, she's one of my favorite people in porn. Um, she's lovely. Last time I was in LA, she took me out for vegan food, and it was great. 
Um, she's she's just a really genuinely delightful person. She was the last person I kissed in Vegas. So, who delightful. are some of your other favorites? <laughs> um, I I love female performer of the year Bobby Starr. Um, I really like Stoya. I mean, when I say like favorites, these are just my friends. Right. Um, I really like the Burning Angel crew. Local uh, girls, Brooklyn girls, right? Well, not really. I mean, they're they're kind of like Brooklyn, but LA really, and they do most of their shooting in LA. But they did start. They in started. Brooklyn. They started here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, they started. Actually, they started in New Jersey. In New Jersey. That's even that's even more authentic. <laughs> uh, but yeah, but Burning Angel always has my favorite parties, and all all of their crew is great. I. Not a performer, but Leroy Myers, who's a director, and yeah. all his people are, are my boys. I'm uh, just sort of looking at the award list here, and Milf Cougar Performance of the Year was uh, for India Summer. How old is she? Uh, I think she's like 37, 38. Really? Oh, wow. Genuine Milf, because you know, in this business, you're getting Milfy at 24, right? Yeah. I mean, but when you say Genuine Milf, I don't think she's actually a mother. She's just an old... <laughs> I believe she's definitely in her 30s. Um, I believe we have our pizza. Her- All right. I'll tell you what. Let's the pizzas here at Roberta's uh, live on the Heritage Radio Network. <laughs> it's Mike and Judy with the most porntastic guests of all time. Hey, uh, Jack, let's take a break. Hit the music. Awesome break song. <laughs> it was supposed to be push push in the bush, but I accidentally picked the twelve inch single. Speaking of twelve inch single, <laughs> nice segue, mm. McGuire. That was really good. <laughs> was really really Thank good. You. I'm like a professional. Um, Emily, your porn career was pretty short lived. Yeah, but I, I concentrated more on drugs with the junkies. I had very little. Porn. Yeah, you, I, a lot of drugs. Speaking of which, you guys, um, have you guys smoked an angel dust? No. No? Our beauty director loves it. (laughs) Oh, dear. Of course she does. It's like every other tweet is about angel dust. I can't believe people are doing... It's back. It's back. That's so crazy. We got to do a show on the uh, the drug scene here in Bushwick. Like Someone's making quaaludes out of their apartment, I understand. Wow, some some really bathtub chemist. after that Roberta's commercial. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I wanted to yeah, talk all the old about, drugs are back. All the bad old drugs are back. I wanted to talk about Phil Barone's cock, Mike. <laughs> I want to steer it back to <laughs> ween, okay? <laughs> 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 right. Where's the slide whistle effect, Jack? Um, <laughs> I got Emily- pizza duty. <laughs> Emily got to interview my favorite sex rehabber. My favorite sex addict. <laughs> he says I, he's not a sex addict. I didn't though. believe he was a sex addict either. I think like any guy who's in a band has fucked like three thousand women. Yeah. Any guy with the opportunity 
Yeah. I will say there was something very um, kind of compulsive about the way that he relentlessly hit on me when I was interviewing him. Like, it definitely felt like that's just the way he speaks to all women, you know? Like, it had nothing to do with me or or anyone. It was just... Yeah, where's the line, actually, between, like, enthusiastic and addicted? Yeah, well... I... I personally don't really believe in sex addiction, just in that I don't think it's a chemical addiction. But um, I think it becomes a problem when it's interfering with your life. Yeah, yeah I mean, if you, if, you, if you lose your job and, you know, get your internet shut off because you ran up a huge bill. and you- Yeah, well, I'm a recovering sex addict, so that's okay, like, yeah. <laughs> Which I told Phil, by the way, like in a nervous, like just flat, like really? I'm an AA. <laughs> like I was just like, I don't know, yeah, I'm a recovering sex addict. I'm, I'm like an aspiring sex addict. Maybe you can give me some pointers. <laughs> yeah, I absolutely can. Uh, <laughs> Craigslist. <laughs> yeah, really. That's the number one pointer that I have for you. I mean, you know, casual encounters. Just anonymous, compulsive sex with strangers. I think it's easier to be a sex addict if you're a woman. Like you, it's can, or a gay man. Yeah, yeah, it's extremely easy. But straight guys, sorry, Mike. <laughs> well, they end up they end up going into debt because they yeah. pay for it. Yeah, or watching a lot of porn. I yeah. don't do either. Like Deadspin had a piece once <laughs> with some dude who went to like sex addict rehab, and he was just talking about how he would just be up all night watching porn and like masturbating until he was raw and like shit like that where it was just like beyond no, that's that that's ugly sexual compulsion yeah yeah i think i think it exists i mean people of course it, of course it exists we know people with <laughs> who, are, who are afflicted by us we know people who are in the industry and in, in the uh, magazine uh, side of the business who are afflicted by this oh really Mike? oh we definitely know at least one person i know who had to review like 12 films over a weekend and couldn't walk afterwards oh my god Ugh. Reviewing films, I mean, I reviewed a lot of films too, but the way we used to do it was you could uh, you'd get a 20 sheet of slides back in the old days before they came, they came on CDs, and you could sort of steal it off the box and look at the slides. Uh, and You wouldn't actually have to masturbate. No, 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 no. How would no, you know? No, 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 we, we have to, I'm trying to say you didn't actually have to watch the movie. <laughs> you, you know, just sort of write some, some gaga juju, gaga goo goo, and then in the third reel, High Patient gives the blowjob of the year and give it three and a half penises. The blowjob of the year! <laughs> I wish that. Like I have want to give a blowjob. Thank like, you, Jack. Yeah. I want to give a blowjob and have like confetti come down and I, a banner be, it, fall. It, it, can, it can be arranged. <laughs> Call me. <laughs> um. So, so, so more about Phil. Okay. So you also went to. So more, you are obsessed with this guy's cock. Yeah. Well, I he was, was re- very sexually attracted Phil, to him. He's really cute. He's really hot, and I had loved him. I'd had a huge crush on on him on the show in that way that like you're a 12 year old girl and you actually <laughs> viscerally kind of feel like. like you know, I was like, I thought he was really sexy, and then I met him, and the first thing he does is hand me his dildo and make me feel his his cock. So it was oh, I like, so want a signature dildo. Uh, yeah, you should. I should get one. You should. I have a nice one. one. Yeah. I have a nice one. I really? Did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what are we talking like inches? Uh, you know, it's, it's not. You know, it's not. It's not about. That. Is he triggering you, you know? Emily? <laughs> <laughs> yes, and I like it. <laughs> I mean, there's there's a Kelowna Willie kits. So you could just do it yourself. Yeah, the Kelowna Willie oh, kit. Yeah. You can, yeah. Okay. You can make your own signature dildo. Get, get, the, get the domain name, mikescock.com. This mm-hmm. is this is what I don't get, the, the like signature dildo. I get liking a size, um, whatever, but also like the thing with Fleshlight, how it comes in different races. My friend had a black one and a white one, depending on his mood. Yeah. Well, you are a very open-minded woman. You give your boyfriend masturbation toys. 
Japanese eggs, I understand. Yeah, that I thought I left at my dad's house. Uh, <laughs> I actually received a fleshlight that looks like a large beer can. Did you get this, Lux? Oh, I've seen those. It's sex in a can. Can you, can you explain the fleshlight to maybe the less enlightened um, of our listeners? Fleshlight, fleshlight is the number one ma- number one selling male sex toy. Um, it is The reason it's called fleshlight is because the original one looks like... A, it's, uh, it's supposed to look like an oversized flashlight, but you screw off the lid and woo, there's a cyber skin vagina or butt or mouth inside with a texture. Um, a texture. <laughs> it's like, it's the thing. And then, and then some of them, like as the company's been around for like over 10 years and as it's evolved, they've expanded into many different product lines. So there's the Fleshlight Girls and also Flesh Jack is their um, gay focused line. So it's more like butts. So there's a stuff. tiny butt in the flesh. flesh it's a, yeah. much no, cooler. is there a tiny butt or is it just a bee hole? I mean, it'd be like a butthole. Yeah, but like there, there was one that's like actually a butt, and you pry apart the butt cheeks. It was really weird to me because I'm like, are you trying to like screw some really tiny guy? Anyway, um, but so, so like they also baby. one of the lines that I'm actually butt sex with a baby. Yeah, it's yeah. the name mm. of my band. <laughs> that, that's, that's, the, that's a whole new kind of wrong. One of the lines that I'm actually both really into and also weirded out by is the Fleshlight Girls and Corollary Fleshjack Boys where they take the it's not the inside is just like a fantasy texture because if you actually molded the inside of a vagina in Cyberskin it wouldn't actually feel that great um, because it's missing like the lubrication and the warmth and the actual person and the way like a body can respond like, I, I appreciate the all texture, the heart you're giving the texture of a vagina on its own is not necessarily like whoa um, oh I don't know I begged it to differ well no I think <laughs> I just think if you mold it in Cyberskin it's not like yeah. I see. I don't know anything about cyber anyway. skin. I mean, honestly, I've never been shamed to masturbate. But if I actually went out and bought something made of plastic, look like a button stuck my dick in it, I would, I would, I would kill myself. But oh, sorry. <laughs> but the thing I was going to say. Um, so the fleshlight girls and fleshlight boys, they mold the external like genitalia or butthole or mouth of uh, of porn performers, and then. That's the that's kind of the entrance to the fleshlight, and then the person's signature is kind of scrawled on it, like they as though they ritually scarred themselves, which is a little weird. <laughs> but um, I'm not like I mean I'm weirded out by the whole disembodied vagina thing, kind of. Um, but I really like these lines because they give royalties to the porn performers. Okay, I can so see that anytime you buy like the Stoya fleshlight, you're giving my friend Stoya money, and I think especially. Um, in the current market where, you know, piracy is killing off profit. People are not shooting as much. Porn performers are kind of shooting porn. I'm going to be so rich. To build a name to make money other ways. And this is a cool way to do oh, it. Oh, my goodness. Models but yeah, those, so those disembodied, like, asses you can buy and stuff. And you can buy Joanna Angel. You can. It's so, it. it's so serial killer to me. Is it, though? Is or it, is it sexy? I mean, the other thing for me <laughs> or both. is, like, as a lady... I don't like dildos that look like actual dicks. It's but I hate the principle. dolphin. As a Fuck dude, I'm right with you on that one. Like I don't, I don't think that it goes back to the same thing I was trying to say about like the inside of a vagina. I think the inside of a vagina is great because it's attached to a person and it like moves and it squeezes and it does all these things that cyberskin can't do. Like dicks are great, but dicks are attached to people. And when you have this like disembodied dick, it's not necessarily the best way of. An, of an inanimate object causing sexual pleasure. I think there's like dildos that are designed in a different way that just feel better than like a molded dick. So I mean, the ones the dildos I like are usually like abstract and they're curved and they do all this weird shit that human bodies and don't. Battery do. powered, I imagine as well. 
Well, that's not a dildo. That's uh-huh. a vibrator. Well, okay, the fine. See, I think of casual sex with strangers as sort of just a disembodied penis that's not really attached to a yeah, person. Yeah, you don't have to worry yeah. about how they feel. Just come, and just come over and uh, do it feelings. and then leave, you know? <laughs> no talking, no yeah. talking. Dinner. Coddling. <laughs> Sometimes you're just not in the mood for a lot of yapping. Sometimes you want someone to bring you a six pack of Diet Coke on the way over. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's the perfect man. Party. Sometimes you want to get laid and you don't want to put shoes on, <laughs> or even pants or anything. <laughs> So what's the, so? What do you guys see as like the next trends in porn and like how you know or sex, whatever? The trends in sex. I trends mean, in sex. There's the got to be a new position, yeah. right? Well, Mike Edison dildo is going to be marketed very the, soon. People. So the past few I'm years, people have it. been like, "Just give me a free one." Absolutely. Thank you. Last few years, people have been really trying to fight free content, and I think now. They're just going to try to figure out how to monetize free content. With ads or something? Yeah, because it's basically like like um, Manwin, which is the company that owns basically all the tube sites, has been buying like Playboy TV and Wicked and Digital Playground. They've been buying up all these professional companies, too. So people can't really fight. Like, if Digital Playground is owned by the people that own YouPorn, Digital Playground can't really complain about YouPorn. Um so instead of like fighting, I think they're just going to try to like work with it, which in some ways is is good. Well, my but, my, uh, my understanding is people always ask me, um, porn maven that I am, uh, how people if pornography is free, how people are making money off of it. Mm-hmm. And my answer is usually that the people who are watching for free weren't the people spending money on it in the first place. And like any good drug dealer knows, the first taste is free. And honestly, the stuff that's on you porn and the free tube sites, mm-hmm. it does not compare to the stuff you pay for in, in quality and impact. It's not even close. I tell people, take a look at what Larry Flint's offering for $9 a month. You'll never again ask why people pay for it. I pay for Bang Bus. I'm just going to put that out there <laughs> because I made a decision to for the first time in my life that I was going to pay for, for pornography and it felt really weird to do because as a woman pornography as and a as a woman, professional I know but as a woman you're used to not really having to pay for anything no. to get to uh, get sexual pleasure like you know he'll buy he'll get the hotel room uh, uh, he'll get yeah. the the whatever that I want Isn't a that- sex toy I want condoms <laughs> This is a whole, a whole other show. Someone will buy that the, shit for the, me. Female you know? entitlement. Well. <laughs> yeah, Wait. but we get screwed on the strippers. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Because male strippers, no good. Are the worst. They're the worst. Why? They, they don't, they're ugly. Okay, they're, they're not gay. ugly. <laughs> I don't even think that they're all gay. They're all just like a type that I don't like, like big well, muscle that's guys. That, I think that female sexuality is, is a little more nuanced than male sexuality <laughs> oh, you in, think? That, in that sense. Hmm, an interesting theory here, Emily. <laughs> I mean, if you take, I think if you take like a, a fairly, like a decently, you know, a woman, a, a thin woman with large breasts and you put her in a schoolgirl skirt and you throw her on a stage, like 90% of men are going to get a boner yeah. from then, that. The, the sun comes up in the morning, I get a boner. I don't even need all that. Enough about your boner, Mike. <laughs> I'm, I'm rich with the Mike Edison model dildo. But if you, I, this the moil did a fantastic like job. Women are like going to be turned on by this one mold of like muscly, like right. beefcake guy is just not in a true. bikini yeah. bathing suit. Like it's just not hot. That doesn't. Yeah. Doesn't. How about a nice kind of chubby Jewish fellow? I'm a chubby chaser, so for me in particular, <laughs> the uh, muscly beefcake dude is like not like the, yeah. I might as well be looking at like a crime scene photo. Did you guys ever see Sweet Action? I like the boys yeah. in Sweet Action. Oh, it was all hipster boys, right? Yeah, I love that. Too skinny. <laughs> they should have gone through a, little, a little chubbier, mm-hmm. but they don't really. Around I, you have to go to gay days. porn for that. I look at um, like bear sites. 
<laughs> There's a site called chubarama.net, which I really enjoy. Recovering sex addicts? <laughs> uh, uh, oh, that's, that, that's our producer, Flesh I'm not flesh dead. Jack. Flesh Jack. That's Fle- me that's, today. That's it, Flesh Jack. I really wish that was a cooler product. <laughs> I guess you've been doing some research while we've been in here. <laughs> oh, Jack's on the internet again. Well, once again, it's been the fastest half hour on the internet. And the dirtiest this week. So Woo! remember, everybody, go to fleshbot.com. Thank you. CEO and... And publisher and... Yeah. Yeah, and everything. Uh, Lux and visit... Uh, Emily, where are we going to find you? XOJane.com. Right on. Good to see you, Judy. See you all next week on our big Super Bowl show. Do you even know <laughs> Do you even know who's playing? Yes, actually, I do, which is a miracle. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks for listening to this program on the Heritage Radio Network. You can find all of our archived programs on heritageradionetwork.com, as well as a schedule of upcoming live shows. You can also podcast all of our programs on iTunes by searching Heritage Radio Network in the iTunes Store. You can find us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter for up-to-date news and information. Thanks for listening.